Let's talk some Pittsburgh Steelers football. We're going to bring in Brian Anthony Davis, and he will be called Dr. Davis today. His counseling office is open for Pittsburgh Steelers fans after their thrashing at the hands of the Cincinnati Bengals, 41-10. to Here he is, Brian Anthony Davis, or Dr. Davis. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Coach Gordy. I'm glad to have the opportunity to help everybody off of the ledge. Well, you may go right ahead and speak. All right. So let's start off right away with some positive reinforcement. When you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers and you see a 41-10 to loss to the Cincinnati Bengals, let's just give you maybe a sliver of hope. When I say the last time that they lost 41-10 to in Cincinnati was a magical 1989 season when I think this team was actually worse than the team that the Pittsburgh Steelers have now. And they uh, came from a, they almost went to the AFC Championship game that year. It was a bounced field goal in Denver that a bounced extra point that went off of the uprights and in to beat them. Um, that was David Treadwell, if I believe, to be correct. But anyways, so they've lost 41-10 to before and have gone to the playoffs. Now, a lot of people are really worried because the team seems undisciplined. You have Ryan Clark and Rocky Blyer coming out and basically saying that this is an embarrassment, and it kind of is. But there's a lot of reasons to continue to watch the Steelers right now. There's a lot of reasons not to, not to issue last rights yet. Now, you might want to start calling in the family, especially after this week. If something happens after this week, yeah, you might call on the family. and But there is no reason to pull the plug yet on this season. There's a lot of things that are good about the Steelers right now, but so many more that are concerning. Injuries are a great concern. COVID's a great concern. They have three guys on the COVID list right now. One, of course, is T.J. Watt, which really could be a killer for this weekend. But we don't know if he's has an opportunity to come off of it or not. Uh, Joe Haggs on the list and also Robert Spillane. Now, the only thing about the Robert Spillane situation is he's being relied more heavily upon since Devin Bush is not all the way back from that knee injury and struggling in the middle of the uh, Pittsburgh front seven. But he was going to be out this week anyways with with a knee injury that he sustained towards the end of last week. So you're losing Haig, a backup offensive lineman, but you're losing a superstar in T.J. Watt. That was a bad game. That game was probably lost the minute Ben threw the first interception. Everybody's calling for Ben to be done, and he quite possibly is done. But the only thing I'm going to say about Ben Roethlisberger, Gordy, is this. He is able to manage a game well enough, a lot like Peyton Manning in 2015, a lot like Tom Brady even does now. He's lost a lot of uh, what he can do, but if he had a proper offensive line, they would be winning a lot more games and they would be high up in the picture right now. In fact, I would actually think that they would be leading the conference right now, but that's just my opinion there. But... As far as jumping off the bandwagon just yet, don't throw in the terrible towel just yet. 
at least give it this weekend. That's all I'm going to say. Now, you're playing the team at the top of the conference. Let's go but ahead and tell everyone, you, this is a 425 kickoff in Pittsburgh. Go ahead, Dr. Davis. Yeah, so it, it definitely is. But really what you want to look at here, Gordy, is the fact that they don't match up well against Cincinnati. They match up better against Baltimore. And it always seems that no matter who's struggling and who's great in this rivalry, it's never a shoe-in for the favorite to win. In fact, in the six times in history that the Baltimore Ravens have been favorites in this series by more than four points, it's still three and three. You know, it's, it's one of those situations where it's not a given. I've seen a 10-5 uh, and five Pittsburgh team go and play a 5-10 and 10 Baltimore team, and Baltimore wins. I've seen the opposite with the Steelers as well. So, you know, this is your, this is your game that you get up for. This is the rivalry. It's not your homecoming game. This is, the, this is the game at the end of the season. This is Ohio State-Michigan. This is what Pitt, Penn State used to be in the 70s and 80s. You know, so this is your rivalry, and this is part one of two. Um, Steelers are 5-5-1, and one, and they're very close. They're a win away from being back in a playoff spot. Right now they're number 12 in the conference, but with the way the schedule looks like, if they win this weekend, they're back at number seven. But just can they win? That's the thing. They need Cam Hayward to bond this team together like he can and drown out all the dumb noise that's, that's coming out of uh, Heinz Field right now in that locker room. Let's continue with what the Steelers need to do to win this game. They've got to shut down Lamar Jackson, and they they have a good history of shutting down Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson actually struggles against the Steelers. They've got to uh, make sure that Hollywood Brown does not get loose on them, and they've got to run the football. But where Baltimore is at a disadvantage, and this is hard for anybody to believe, they are 32nd in the league out of 32 teams in passing defense. So they need to come out. They need to strike early. They need to score quickly against this Baltimore team. I'm usually a proponent of if you win the, win the kickoff, you defer the second half. This week, I, I, take the, uh, I take the ball first, and I throw deep, and I throw early, and I throw often against this team to try to get a lead. They're much better when they have a lead. Baltimore struggles when they have a lead because that limits what their run game can do. But you need to get out front early on this team, and if you could get out front early, you'll have more success running the ball. So on defense, defense is what's holding this team back. You can talk about Ben Roethlisberger being past his prime all you want, and I'm not... I'm not disputing that i'm just saying the defense is what's letting this team down right now let's look at some other <coughs> nfl action but before we do that brian anthony davis dr davis today we're sponsored by the golden corral by the valley mall 
Hagerstown, Maryland, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast is served Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Your score, sir? I'm going to go with my head and not my heart just because of the injuries. I'm going to say that this is 23-21 on a last-minute field goal. It could go either way. It could be Chris Boswell kicking it. It could be Justin Tucker kicking it. For some reason, I think it's Justin Tucker kicking it, so I'm going to go ahead and say 23-21 to Ravens. If it's 23-21 Steelers, don't be surprised, though. And you can hear that large groan out there by the Steelers fans. Yeah, I mean, I think they're kind of getting used to it now. Um, they're kind of reserved to it, but it's really funny. We get on behind the steel curtain, we had a record day on Monday after the loss, the best single day of all time with downloads because people want to talk about what's happening and what's wrong and what the fixes possibly could be. Let's look at other NFL action as you do for us. Philadelphia and New York Jets. This is, uh, I think Jalen Hurts, you know, when he's healthy, I, I think he's the real deal right now. I like what he's doing. Uh, and you get him to stop throwing interceptions from the one-yard line and just throw it away and kick the field goal. I mean, I am a doctor for the last 20 minutes, so I'll try. I'll talk okay. to him. But no, I, I think Philadelphia wins this game. And keeps things interesting. Washington, Vegas, baby. I keep on thinking Vegas is going to fall apart, but they're just not ready to do so yet. So I'm, I'm wondering if they're a band of brothers right now with everything going on. And <clears throat> I figured they would just plummet. But I would have to say Vegas. LA Chargers, those Bengals. Wow, I love this game. Uh, I would love to see the Chargers come in and knock them around, but they're not the best traveling across the country and playing a 1 o'clock game. But I will say that, man, they're really good. But Cincinnati is, Cincinnati is doing things that I didn't think that they would be doing at this late into the season. I thought they were ready to fall apart a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to give it to Cincinnati Tim and hope Bay, I'm wrong. Atlanta. If Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay did win last week, but there's something about Atlanta that's really intriguing to me. I'm actually going to go for an upset here and go Atlanta. Monday night, New England-Buffalo. Oh, I love this game. Uh, New England, though. New England is really feeling themselves right now. And I know they're going on the road, but no one goes on the road better than Bill Belichick with a situation like this. They're back. They're number three in the conference. They're number one in the division. I think they put Buffalo a lot further down and close to away with a win this week. I share those thoughts also. I'm not impressed with Buffalo, just as I wasn't when they signed Josh Allen to a long-term contract instead of using the option year. Yeah, it's, I mean... That was surprising to me as well. I know they want to wrap him up. That's a really good team that's really underachieving right now. They have no business doing what they're doing right now. We now have Dr. Davis put on his contestant hat. And, Brian, we're going to play two. And, actually, we're going to play sometimes we have our month observations. So, for the month of December, 
we are observing the tie. You probably have one on today. I actually do not. You do not have one on today. Sometimes you I do. Have, I had one on the past couple of days, but no, I'm just going, uh, I'm just uh, open button. Just open collar. So your trivia question is, in what country did the tie originate? Was it the U.S.? Was it Germany, France, or England, sir? I'm going to say England. It was France. You'll go back to the Croatian soldiers, and they initially wore a scarf to keep their collar tight. Huh. Interesting. And not surprisingly, be careful how tight you make your tie because it does affect blood flow. Yeah, and it makes my face look fatter. Now, yesterday, do you like fritters, corn, apple? I would, I would prefer an apple fritter. We're going to ask you, Brian Anthony Davis, the first fritters were made where? The first fritters were made where? Was it Italy? Was it Germany? Was it Spain? Or was it the U.S.? I'm going to go ahead and say Germany. It was Italy, the Roman Empire specifically, and then they were taken to Europe. Oh, wow, I'm getting destroyed today. What else would you like to share? So, something significant happened on this day in 1971. December 3rd. December 3rd, 1971. It happened in the U.S. Can you tell me what happened on this date? December 3rd, 1971. In any of a multiple choice. So 50 years ago today. I want to say this has to do something with music. Okay. Correct? No. Nothing to do with music. Third, nineteen seventy-one. You may educate us, Gordy. In the interest of uh, narcissism and uh, self uh, <laughs> self proclamation, I turned fifty today. Very nice. Happy birthday! I, I was not trying to solicit a happy birthday, but today is my fiftieth birthday, and I. Uh, the last month has been freaking me out, but uh, I'm a was 50 the last and month I'm feeling it. I, when November 3rd came around, I realized I had one month left in my 40s, and it kind of hit me. Are you going to pizza today? I'm getting steak today. A steak. Today is, uh, I love nothing more than a steak and a great baked potato and a salad. Sounds good. Loaded, Is this being done butter and sour cream? at home, or are you dining out for this? Um, I don't know yet. I, I'm not really sure what my wife and kids have already given me gifts. They wake me up early, and we do gifts. They really and, do love you, Brian C. Uh, oh, yeah. They, they're, they're into, especially my daughter is really into birthdays, and my wife is too, and my son's 14, and he's like, hey, happy birthday. Now i got to go to school. But <laughs> yeah, but so, no, much, so much for the happiness off to school. Yeah, we're... we're I know he cares. It's, he's just 14. Um, but <clears throat> I'm probably going out to dinner tonight. 
See, I truly went with the music because of your music expertise from certain eras. I said, that's why I want that. But this is a far stellar day. Yes, and I share a birthday with, speaking of music, not 50 years ago, but I share a birthday with Ozzy Osbourne. And in sports, the Olympic gold medalist who I had a crush on in 1988, Katarina Vitt. Happy birthday, Brian. <laughs> Thank you very much. And go Steelers. You got it, buddy. <laughs>